your picture of Gonzo. Crash on the line. I have no idea what you're saying. I'll pretend like it. live look at this you lost gonzo what the hell's with this thing it's like all jacked up oh my god the hell, the hell are you wearing what am i wearing it is like i don't <laughs> i can't what's wrong you don't like this this is like the most incredible thing in the world hold on let me see if I can put my can you still hear me Gonzo? This there might be a hate crime on your face. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the trophies for the Colossal Wrestling. That's awesome. This is one of the masks for the winner that wins the best paint job of their Colossal. Whether the paint job is uh, painted really, really awesome, or if the paint job is painted like a really, really awesome wrestler. Nice. So this is the mask you're going to get if you have the best painted Colossal for the wrestling tournament at War Machine Weekend, which we are sponsoring, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, hold on a second. Those things are hot. I had these specifically flown in from Mexico for <laughs> the tournament. Uh, this is trophy number one. <laughs> um, they had to come in and they are directly from Mexico from a guy that actually designs wrestling Lucha Libre masks so I am I am so glad that our Patreon money is going to something as glorious as this uh, yes I mean um, this is ladies and gentlemen of the Patreon this is what we're doing with what you give us Podcast, us, and luchadores. <laughs> Besides paying Lucha, the bills, Lucha guys. <laughs> um, which we need to take about the patron real quick. Um, we appreciate everybody that had, uh, donated money and given us stuff. Uh, and we're not done yet, guys. Um, we, like I said, we are sponsoring um, the two events at War Machine Weekend, uh, which I'm very proud to because that's one of my favorite cons. Uh, mm -hmm. We are sponsoring the Colossal Wrestling event, um, which you have seen one of the trophies, and that is the trophy for the best painted. Um, also, we are actually sponsoring the Senior Pro Tour, so if you're going to be there, um, every person that participates in the Senior Pro Tour will get a special prize from us. We're not saying it yet, because mm -hmm. we're hoping it 100% comes in by time, which should. Mm -hmm. um, also... If you're going to be at War Machine Weekend and you find me and you say a certain phrase and do a certain thing, you will also get some swag for us. What is um, that certain phrase? What is that certain thing? Inquiring minds. We will tell that right before 
the media section. Okay. So right, hang in there, folks. Hang in, guys. Um, but not only did y'all pay the bills, uh, we paid off um, the um, XSplit for, what, six months? Uh, we paid off storage um, for our stuff, which I'm still looking to try to get us a free so we can bring out more swag and more fun things. Um, we also have a little bit of money in the bank still, uh, which we're going to hold on to for things that comes up. Uh, we also definitely need to reimburse some people for their awesome miniatures they're painting. So, if you're donating, we appreciate it a lot. It helps us out with everything. Um, helps us do a lot of stuff. Um, we really appreciate our guests. And like I said, if you're going to War Machine Weekend, um, you'll find out what you can do to get a little bit more swag. Um, other than that, Seth, I see that you're painting, but are you drinking tonight? I am drinking the water. The water? Why the I am. water? Uh, I severely jacked up my knee on Friday. And, uh, you know, sometimes water mixes better with things than other things I could be having. So, <laughs> I just want to make sure that I am uh, ready and able to go to school tomorrow and not perhaps, you know, in the ER. That's, all right. that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Um, uh, let's see. I decided to stop taking those things so I could drink alcohol tonight. What are you on uh, tonight? Well, I mean, we'll do a small backstory. And I um, I had to have a tooth removed. It had been cracked so much and broke off down in the root that they had to just remove it. So I had to have yeah, a tooth removed. Tooth. Yeah, and they broke part of my jaw off with it, my jawbone with it. So they gave me some pretty good pain meds for, the, for a few days. So I took that. I'm all he- I mean, I'm healing, but, you know, there's no bleeding or anything. So I stopped taking the pain meds so I could drink with y'all tonight. So if you're drinking tonight, make sure you let us know what you're drinking. I, of course, will be drinking some good old Maker's Mark, (laughs) which I'm almost done with it. I mean, gosh, look at this. I've got maybe like one more podcast to go and have to buy a whole new bottle. And I'll be having chasing it down with some honey brown. Other than that, guys, we appreciate you coming on the show, supporting us, letting us do all this cool stuff for you. We enjoy doing this. So, Letting us fill your ears and your mind. That's <laughs> that is. We are in your mind right now. <laughs> so, to all the dice heads, cheers to you. Hey, cheers, everybody. My Batman cup loves you. And to all the patrons that um that are getting their action figure, um, let us know. Post something on the website saying, "Hey, I got my, I got my dice." That way we can have it. That way I can see it. Um, I'm hoping everybody gets it. I send it just by easy mail. That way we're trying to keep our everything down, the money down as much as possible, so we can bring y'all some really cool stuff uh, for everybody that donates. Uh, Congo, you want me to pick your Malifaux crew? Um, I would. I'm going to tell you to pick the crew that I would have picked, and that's the guys that are on the caskets that are like gunfighter ghosts. Grimkin. <laughs> Grimkin. Grumblekin. I don't know what they're called, uh, Congo, but that's who I'm going to tell you to choose because those models are cool. I think those are the judges. Yes, judges. Uh, Maximum DT, we will actually go over that during the media section. So, yes. Yeah, don't I did rush watch us. It. Don't rush us. You don't know where we're going. Yeah. Oh, Death Marshals. That sounds way better. Yes. Yeah, with, I want you to go with those because those guys are badass looking. Um, so, Seth, how was your week before we get started on our subject today? 
Did you do anything cool? Of course you ask when I put both brushes in my mouth. Uh, my week was good, except for jacking up my knee, um, which is my own silliness. But uh, yeah, I got to play a game at the beginning of the week where I introduced Amon and his 16 jacks to uh, a lot of sentinels. Uh, and that game went really well for me. Uh, on top of that, I am currently finishing up, I hope, uh, my competition piece for a local painting competition where we had to make a creepy model. So uh, I've got the king of nothing, and I'll be putting up some black and white photos. Um, and I'll release the color photos after the competition, because I know one of the judges has been looking at our site. Ah, sweet. We'll tell mm -hmm. your judge we think that we're awesome that he's looking at our site. You're yeah, awesome, you, Travis. You may want to tell him, you probably like tilt your camera down and stuff so people can kind of like not watch your face but watch your painting oh no wait a minute that would be rude I mean <laughs> uh, if if I had a, a better camera setup I'd happily do that but I think wait, right wait, now wait. it's just going to look like kind of what you're seeing right now I'm just going to keep so, it up here wait a minute you need a better camera uh, yeah I'll need a different different camera setup Oh, and this is the other big thing I was doing this week, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so for those who are on the Patreon subscribers, I think it's the $5 level, I'm doing the last of the How to Speed Paint an Army videos, and I have just set up... <laughs> just, <I'm laughs> stupid. Uh, I will be painting up two units of Sentinels, a Helios, and a, um, a Mega Mittens, and I will be speed painting all of them over the course of probably a week, but I will get 90% of it done in a couple of hours. Sweet. Yeah, so which, I'll be showing that method. Which, going back to what um, we were talking about the Patreon, um, our next big thing is to buy uh, Seth the camera, so we can have a painting section, and he can actually, we can stream his painting um, on the podcast while we're doing this. Um, that's going to be our thing. That's where our next big chunk of money when y'all do it. We're going to buy him a really good HD camera. Um, that way he can set it up and I can reset the cameras. And even though he'll be on here, we'll be doing like usual. We'll make his camera the main camera so y'all can see what he's painting. Uh, and actually use some really good HD versions of it. Um, so that is our next big purchase. Uh, since we've got everything set up, um, we've got I raised patron rewards going. Um, we want to take that and give that him, give him a good camera, because I know that y'all are interested in seeing him paint, um, mm -hmm. and asking him a lot of techniques. So, mm -hmm. all right, enough pimping. Uh, Maximum DT. Uh, I have not played the King of Nothing yet because I'm trying to concentrate on just two lists right now, and stay on those two lists, and then I will start experimenting after War Machine weekend. Uh, my experience with the King of Nothing is that he paints up like a mofo and goes from cartoony to creepy as hell really fast. <laughs> I'm looking forward to painting mine in my sketch style. Oh. Uh, and if you've noticed, it is only Seth and I tonight. John is having internet issues. If he's able to, we'll get him back in, but he says not to expect him. So we're just going to go on without him, because the show must go on. Wait, is this a show? It's a professional <laughs> podcast. That's right. This is a... Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh. You, you know how everybody says that their models are professionally painted when they sell them on eBay because they've been paid to paint? Uh, yeah. So we can call ourselves a professional podcast if someone has paid us to do this. So if they pay us to stop, does that make us professional slackers? Oh, yeah, we can do that. 
I don't think I want us to do that, though. For just $300 a month, you can be the special Patreon (laughs) and make us professional slackers. (laughs) And we promise to spend that money wisely on... Beers and hookers. I was going to say beer and Doritos, but you went a different... (laughs) I don't know if I want someone that cheap. I don't don't know. $300 (laughs) split three ways, 100 bucks each. After some beers, I'm not. I'm not skimping on my beers, Gonzo. Okay. Um, Legionnaires, my uh, my um, heretic licks I took um, this weekend. First time I played it was at the tournament, so that's just how it goes. That's how it is. But I want to be able to try to do a little bit better. I, I want to become a better tournament player. I want to become a better uh, clean tournament player. I want to become a better fun tournament player. I don't want to be one of those gotcha type tournament players or sit back. I want to be able to have a good team. I want to be able to win on my ability to play, not my ability for my opponents to forget stuff. Type thing. But, that's another time. Let's talk about what's coming up. And Legionnaires leading us into it. O-M-G. You know what's coming up in like a couple of weeks, Seth? No. Yeah. Put your headphones on. What's coming up in a couple of weeks? Like three weeks. Like less than... <sighs> Like, like, uh, uh, yeah, let's see. No, you're, you're messing up the timeline. Not in One. three weeks. In two weeks. No, three weeks? Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, okay. Yeah, two weeks. About, about two, about so not weeks. this... Wait, okay. Numbers. Let me so I'll two, give you exact numbers. One, two, today three, is the four, 15. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, uh-huh. twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, because I have to be there a day early. So in eighteen right. days. Yep. Eighteen days. Yep. The most incredible convention of all time is happening. Correct. Yes. And that is War Machine Weekend. That is... Uh, uh, I am so upset I'm missing it this year. I'm genuinely frustrated. And normally, I'm unflappable. Well, this is going to be an incredible War Machine Weekend, because this is... Not only is this an incredible one for me, because this is my favorite con to go to, um... When we talk about community in the War Machine Weekend group, this is the convention I, I talk about. It's nothing but War Machine Weekend people. It's nothing but War Machine players. Um, especially this year, we did not get it. We're going to be able to get uh, Guild Ball into it this year. No? Uh, no, uh, we weren't able to. Um, for reasons we have to discuss later. Um, oh. no, nothing big. Nothing big. It's just it's all going to be War Machine Weekend stuff. War Machine, Hordes. Um, but this one is going to be a big one. Uh, this is the first year that we sold VIP badges. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the people that don't know, uh, Privateer Press comes to War Machine Weekend, and in the morning they set up a booth and sell stuff. And usually they sell things that are within like the three-month period, and they'll bring like a model or t- model slash unit or two that'll see a large distance out. Like one year they brought it uh, when uh, before. Uh, before the Shamblers would come out, they were like slated for six months. They brought mm-hmm. them at War Machine Weekend, so they were like six months early release type thing or something like that. It was like a huge early release thing. So people love doing that. Um, and so we sold VIP badges this year, and you got like some swag to go with it. But the kicker is, and if you've ever been to War Machine Weekend, it always happens. Usually the line to the, the vendor hall usually starts at like 7 o'clock at night 
uh, and people camp out and sleep in the line and play games and people bring board games, people bring card games, video games, everything to sit in line. And they're going to be there camping out from like 7 o'clock at night until we open up at 8 o'clock in the morning. Um, yep. I've done it. I've done it a couple of times. It's a great social thing to do. Um, you know, you bring a blanket and a pillow, fine. Um, nobody cares. It's a lot of good times. But the new thing that they're going to do is since you got, if you're a VIP subscriber, you get to go in on Thursday night at like 8 or 9 o'clock at night and to get to see everything that they're going to have before it happens. And you get to buy everything before everybody else does. So you get it pretty much a day early. Which is cool. I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, does that so, just mean everybody buys the VIP badge? Uh, we, we, we decided to keep it, uh, Carl, I just said not we, but Carl decided to keep it kind of low this year for a test run to see if people would buy it. And uh, we sold only, we only put it out for like 50 badges and they all got sold out. Okay. So this will probably be something that happens again. Uh, which is good. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't wait for it. Um, I also was told that um, I asked Carl if I could do some Facebook Live for the podcast uh, mm-hmm. and kind of do some early stuff and some interviews with the PP staff. And if PP's up for it, um, we definitely will be live streaming uh, quite a few times. Uh, awesome. For War Machine Weekend. Uh, not can only I make a... Can no. I make a personal request? No. Okay, yeah, I guess so. You're on the podcast. All right. When you see Dallas, please kiss his beautiful ball head for me. Oh, I'll, I'll live stream that bitch. Thank you. I had to make sure that he was still coming because, you know, we yeah. all don't know exactly who's going to be there, and he said he was going to be there. And I think he's doing some uh, stuff. But, yes, I will definitely, and I will live stream that on Facebook for everybody. I so, if you can't go... If you can't go to War Machine Weekend this year, keep an eye on our Facebook page um, for live Facebook uh, streams. Um, I'm going to be able to try to get it, try to get as much information we can, try to get so everybody can see, and try to help people that just can't go um, mm-hmm. for filming stuff. So, if you can't go, you need to go. And if you can't go because of money or whatever reasons, well then, live vicariously through me and Facebook Live. That's my plan. Yep. Um, I already have. I've already got a list of things I got to pick up for everybody. I mean, Seth has asked for one of every miniature, and you know, since he's rich, you know, those teachers, he's going to be getting that. Um, I do know. I said a uh, t-shirt, just a t-shirt. Oh, just a t-shirt. Okay, just a t-shirt. <laughs> which, if you haven't seen the new t-shirts, is the new solo symbol, which is really cool. I think we're doing. I think it's going to be, um, that blue green. I'm not sure. I know committee members get a red one, mm-hmm. um, and I've been working really close with Carl to make sure everything gets done and helping him out, so it's a little less stressful for him. Good. Which uh, I always look out for Carl. Carl and I have been friends for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, and also, um, they did have a competition painting, mm-hmm. and the model you're painting is the model that they you have to paint for the competition this year. Did you know that? The Gorman? Yes. I did know that because even though I'm not able to go this year for financial reasons, because um, moving cross country is expensive, uh, I am still doing 
all of the competitions that I would have normally done. So I've got my 90-day piece with the Gorman, and I'm trying some new things out with that. I've got the King of Nothing here, who would be my solo piece, and then I've got a, uh, a Warjack that I'm looking at, but I would have to find a little extra time in my schedule to finish. Get rid of sleep. There's my pro tip. If you got work to do on your models, you got to paint them, skip sleeping. Just skip it. Uh, I wish I could say that's a terrible piece of advice, but <laughs> I know I've done it, which actually brings me to how I jacked up my knee. What'd you do? Um, so I spent Friday fueled entirely by caffeine, because in order to get a bunch of stuff done in preparation for next week's homecoming week, and the fact that I'll be missing several days of school next week for a conference... Um, I gave up sleep and I said, well, I'll just caffeinate and that'll be good enough. And I overdid it, which meant that I was literally bouncing off walls and jumping on desks and having a lot of fun. And uh, when I jumped off of one of the desks, I said, huh, that felt odd. And then I kept walking on it for a few minutes and I went, oh, this is where I sit down. It's three o'clock. Bye, everybody. And then I just sat there for a while and thought about what I had done. You're not 12 anymore, Seth. Yeah, but I'm still not eligible to play in the Senior Pro Tour, so I can do stuff like this. No, you're not. If you are 40 years and older, you can play in the Senior Pro Tour. And do come out and play in that, because it is going. To, it is a fun event. Um, yep. It is people beg to join it, and if you're not 40 and older, you don't get to go on it. Um, it is basically a objective base where you have to complete objectives kind of like um, a who's the boss type tournament but for old fuckers um, and it's a lot of fun because we usually do a shit ton of drinking while we play um, and so we have a good time with it mm-hmm. so let's talk about conventions in general though while we are doing a lot of sponsoring for War Machine Weekend and it is one of the greatest conventions of all time because it's like hanging out with family and friends uh, mm-hmm. which also if you're going Myself and Tim Banky are doing a social event on Friday night, I believe. Thank uh, you. Where we're going to be drinking and smoking and just getting back to the roots of hanging out with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some really big do and do nots at a convention. All right. All right. Um, I'm going to tell you the most important do at a convention. This is a must-have when you go to a convention, no matter what convention is, whether it's a one-day, two-day, three-day, whatever clean yourself please yeah, please take please, that shower please shower take a bath put on deodorant whatever you do not want to be that guy nope because if you're that guy you're known as that guy forever it's true and it's i don't want to smell you nobody else wants to smell you so oh my gosh please be a clean person when you go to convention and chances are you don't want to smell yourself. Oh. And that's the worst. When you're like talking to somebody, you're having a great time, and you're like, what is that interesting odor? Oh, that's me. I am sorry for my existence. I <laughs> um, that has ever happened to me. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. So, Seth... So that is my number one you must do. What is your number one you must do? 
Uh, actually, my number one is the same as yours. Shower. I also am a fan of if you've got a friend who you know needs a shower, make the suggestion. Hey, pal, bud, friend, you need to go freshen up. Whatever's going on right now is not as important as having a uh, pleasant experience for everybody else. I think it's just part of being a good member of the community. And I have done that to people who just definitely didn't know. And you can be you can be cool about it. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What's another do at the community? Talk to people. Oh, 100%. As, as many people as you can, just say hi, even if there's not much more than that. Uh, I was surprised standing in line at War Machine Weekend last year. I was waiting to get into the vendor hall and just started up a chat with the guy next to me. It turned out we had, not only did we know some of the same people because of the community, uh, he was also an English teacher, and so we talked about teaching and kids and fun and cracked up at uh, the ridiculousness our students have done. The guy next to him got totally into the conversation because uh, his kid was in high school. And by the time that we were done, I had a dinner date. I got to go hang out with some people that I'd never met before. Um, one of them was uh, one of the painting competitors, so we had some great chats about that. Like, it was a great time, and if I hadn't just said hi and sort of jumped in on a conversation, I would have missed out on all that. I still talk to those guys every now and then. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know how many people I've made friends with mm-hmm. by going to con and just talking to the guy standing next to me or the guy in front of me or the guy across the table and just bullshit. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's super important because you're, I mean, yeah, some of us have social issues and, you know, it, it can be daunting for some people to strike up a conversation with. Um, also, if you see some of the top players and you've watched them stream or whatever, a good 99% of them are like, yeah, I'll bullshit with you for a bit, especially if they're waiting in line or doing stuff. They have no problem. So, yeah, this is a social game. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the reason why we're doing this social hour. That way everybody can kind of step away from the game and have this fun at the convention also. Plus, we get to smoke cigars and drink bourbon. Mm. Yeah, baby. Um, so yeah, be, be sociable. Uh, I'm not saying go up and like lick people's face or anything, but don't be afraid to say hi. I mean, if that's your thing, I guess we can't stop you, right? Um, but the same goes for privateer press staffers. Oh my God. Go talk to them, but talk to them like they're people. Uh, one of the things that I found really strange is when people walk up and they have like hero worship of somebody and they're like, I'm still just a person and Truth be told, a year and a half ago, I was standing where you are. Uh, a lot of the PP staffers who go to the cons have come from the community and are excited to be back in the community. Um, which I have a funny story about that. Go. So, um, Matt Wilson. Remember knows him, right? Remember we typing? Um, oh. was it? Not, was it? Was it Matt oh. Wilson? I can't remember. Um, yes. It was. Um, I had a bunch of my local friends, and they were all sitting around at the bar at this couch um, where we had War Machine Weekend a while back. And he was, uh, they were sitting there drinking and having a good time, and there was this guy sitting across from them, and they were all just chatting it up and talking about War Machine and what they liked, what they didn't like, you know, so on and so forth. And one of my local guys says, hey, I see that pin. You want to trade, you know, because they didn't know they had the pin trading there. Um... 
yeah, can you know, will you trade me that pin for one of my pins? And he's like, well, no, I can't do that. And he's like, why not? And he's like, well, because I have to just give it to you because you asked me for it. Because this is a special that you can only get from PP staff. And since I'm Matt Wilson, I have to give it to you. And they were all, like, flabbergasted um, that he was sitting there talking to them about the game. And they didn't even know who he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was... They were shocked one that he would sit there and just socialize with them and two once they figured out and it clicked on who they were they were like holy fuck and I'm like that's kind of how the staffers are um don't bug them for information you know like no. for everything but I mean they'll willingly talk to you and sometimes like Legionnaire says sometimes they'll let something slip that you won't even realize it and you're like oh really let me mm-hmm. buy you a beer <laughs> But, I mean, for the most part, the private press guys are all come mm-hmm. from us. They're all players. They're all fun guys. Um, Pagani's going to be there and just recently came from the areas type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Dallas, um, a local type guy type thing around here. Um, mm-hmm. So they're all really easy. Yep. And they'll True all story. talk to you. True story, last year I took the uh, PP Hobby folks at Adepticon. I took them out to the local grocery store because they were all just trying to figure out how they are going to eat for the weekend. That in itself made for some good stories as they were trying to figure out how to shop around a uh, big honking grocery store at you know 11.30 at night as we were running around trying to beat the closing. Totally fun. So, I mean, definitely don't be afraid to talk to the privateer press staff. But if, if they're in the middle of something, don't bug the crap out of them. But make sure you say hi. Um, they meet a ton of people, so if they don't recognize you, don't be upset. But mm-hmm. they'll talk to you about anything. Especially, they'll love to talk to you about the game. And mm-hmm. since Company of Iron is just coming out right before War Machine Weekend, um, they'll probably want to talk about that a ton. Yep. So, don't worry about that. Um, one of my big cons you must do, um, drink a lot of water, eat some mm-hmm. food. Um, yeah, preferably not the food at the con. No. Um, I always bring a backpack with me that has, like, some snack stuff, some healthy stuff, like a trail mix, you know, high protein and water. And don't get me wrong, I'll probably be drinking my ass off at the convention, but definitely bring a bunch of water and food. Either something you can make really quick, like a quick sandwich in your hotel room and bring it down, or quick snack bags with good protein in them because mm-hmm. that'll keep you up and going and moving. So, yeah. A major, major thing is food. Uh, especially if you have low blood sugars or know that you can drop easy. Um don't be an idiot about your blood sugar. Definitely don't get hangry. Um, one of my, I call him my local player, but he's one of the L2 uh, Wargame guys, uh, Scott. And um, he's diabetic, and every once in a while we'll sit there playing, and we, we always keep a packet of crackers and peanut butter with us, you know, the peanut butter crackers. Um, and we make sure that he eats, because he'll get into his game or get into something and just totally... 
you know, it just, it just, you know, it got, loses his mind on it, and we're like, no, man, you've got to eat. And he's like, yeah, thanks for looking out for me. Mm-hmm. So, definitely bring bottles of water, cooler, whatever, you know, that you can bring, and bring some snack stuff. It's super, super, stupid important. Uh, which actually brings me to one of my other con do's. If you're not vegetarian, beef jerky is awesome. It's a great one to, to have. Uh, and if you are a vegetarian, or actually, if you're anybody, don't assume that sugar is the same thing as nutrition. Because uh, I've seen plenty of people who've tanked out because all they had was junk food. Mm-hmm. Um, and you end up in the same spot. So, I know it tastes good. I know it's easy to get to. I know that the cop has access to it, but you can do better. And that's, again, that's when you get to go out with some people that you haven't met yet, or you get to catch up with old friends. Go get some food. Um, with oh, that man. in mind, get out of the con. Yes. Their uh, War Machine Weekend, where it's going to be at, since we're talking about this, has a lot of restaurants around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's easy to get out, uh, especially if your game ends early and you know you're going to be, it's going to be another two hours before the thing sets up. Um, you can definitely go, the guy that you're playing with, um, if you had mm-hmm. a good game and you're chill with each other, go grab something to eat real quick. Go grab a burger. Um, go grab a beer, you know, just go out and hang out with people. There's many times I'm like, I have no clue who these six guys I'm going out with, but we've all played games and we're all together and we're all hanging out and we'll go somewhere and eat really quick. Uh, there's quite a few good restaurants right around, um, the, uh, War Machine Weekend, if you're new to where this is going to be at. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, other than that, uh, and, and yes, Food is definitely, definitely important. You will definitely eat eat, eat a breakfast and eat um, at least a late lunch minimum. You will mm-hmm. thank yourself. Uh, especially if you start drinking after the convention's over with. Which, that brings us to our next subject. Actually, can I talk one thing specific to the hobby rooms? Oh, damn it. You and your hobby people. Don't you understand uh, this is a competition game? This is about winning. <sighs> I won last year. I know. Mic drop. <laughs> I did too. I know. I know. I won your front page. Are we still on the front page? We're still on the front page. So, one of the things that always happens is you'll see people who start leaning in really close on the painters. Um, two two tips if you want to see what painters are doing. One, say hi before you get in their personal space because most of them are concentrating. Uh, I did almost drop one of my pieces last year because somebody started breathing in my ear and I did not catch them as they were coming up. It was real creepy. Uh, but turns out the person was just great. They just wanted to see what I was doing. So, like, say hi first and then lean in. You know, ask if you can. Uh, and at the same time, if you get in there and you see something cool, say hi. Ask to see it. Most of the painters are happy to show off because this is one of the few places where you can actually show off what they're doing. Uh, very few painters do I know who are like, no, you can't see this. I don't want to talk about it. Go away. They're they're as socially awkward as the rest of us because we're all still gamers of some kind. Um, but go talk to them. They'll also often talk to you about painting for quite a while. They're happy to do it. Everyone I've met has been delightful about just chatting. <laughs> Whisper a gentle <laughs> hello. What's your hello, really Clarice. If you really, 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 really want to make them happy, walk up behind them, 
right behind the back of the head, take a very deep breath, and just say, you smell better awake than you sleep. <laughs> and that usually goes a long way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To getting that restraining order, to uh, when you remove from the con, yeah, I could see that going a long way, Gonzo. Yes. Uh, which, way. by the way, if you are one of the hobby people and you are coming for a lot of the hobby stuff, and they do have badges just for hobby people, by the way, this year. Uh, Chris yeah, Uri, uh yeah, we debated on doing that a lot this year. Um, and that was like something I I wanted and a lot of other people wanted was just hobby things. Uh, mm-hmm. Chris Uri is doing a shit ton of stuff this year at Warmer yeah. Weekend, which, if you know, he's a freaking mad painter so and he loves to talk about painting so if you want to do some hobby stuff go for it um he's going to be there doing a ton of stuff um and just be kind courteous don't be rude don't be an ass um keep it personal i mean if you have a question don't be afraid to ask i mean why do you hold your brush that way why do you lick brushes why, you know, why do you keep one in your mouth and one in your hand and lick it all the time? Because they taste good. <laughs> um, Other but, people have different answers. That's mine. Okay. Um, so, let's see. <laughs> let's talk alcohol. All right, As go. anybody knows, War Machine Weekend is typically kind of a drinking weekend. Um, we all like to drink at War Machine Weekend. Um, but we're all very respectful, and I have, do have some sad news. Go. Oh. This is the saddest news I've ever had to bring to our podcast. Um, I think I know what this news is. And it, it, and it deepens, deeply saddens me that it will not be the same War Machine Weekend. As anybody knows, War Machine Weekend doesn't start until we find Chili Winters passed out on the floor somewhere. Or on a weekend. couch. Or on a couch. Or being drugged around by a luggage cart and having his head banged into walls. And just, in, and just in case anybody wonders, not, that wasn't the wrong preposition. Not on a couch. In. Like, <laughs> under, <laughs> under the cushions. Um, but it saddens me to tell you that Chili is not able to make it this year to War Machine Weekend. No! So... If you've ever been to War Machine Weekend, and you know, the con usually doesn't isn't in full effect until Chili is passed out somewhere. So I'm going to leave it up to some of our listeners. Um, <laughs> uh, you will have to take up Chili's spot because I can't this year. Can we make? Can we use some of our podcast money to create a Chili Winters uh, life size cutout? Not in the short amount of time that we have. <laughs> But I think Damn I can probably, I think I can get a picture of him, um, and I will put him in there, sort of like how they did with Will Hungerford taking Billy everywhere. Yeah, like Jay Larson. Billy. We'll, we'll take Chili. We'll, we'll 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 take a little Chili along with us. How about that? Because I actually have a pretty interesting picture of Chili um, from last year um, <laughs> that uh, I took, and I will make that. And I will put that on a stick, and I'll take him with me everywhere I go, and put him in the background. Is it the one from the that was taken uh, when he was lying in repose in front of the um, the vendor hall last year on like no. Thursday night? That was that was my favorite one still. 
No, this was Thursday before, and he tried to challenge me to a drinking competition. Um, as everybody knows, I'm not a small guy. Um, I'm a, I'm a pretty big dude. And Chili is, like, tiny compared mm-hmm. to me. And so he always tries... So last year, of course, I brought my um, flask with me, Gonzo's Happy Flask, which was kindly donated from a previous friend. Uh, and I think I will probably bring that. Flight Medic, what? I haven't seen you in forever, dude. What up, buddy? Uh, and I will paint. I will take a. I I will print that off, and I will take a picture of him with me wherever I go, and put him in the background. Maybe tape him to my back with this little standee behind me or something. You know. What I like it. Well, I think when you do your live streams, that's your co-host. Oh, that'll be my co-host. Yeah, Chili Winter's co-host. I'll have to let him know. Well, since the other two co-hosts of the podcast aren't actually going to be able to be there, we need someone. You gotta have someone to talk to. <laughs> Make a creepy massive face. Do like an old Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have. Holy wow. shit! Oh, that's pretty good. And by good, I mean for a I will have to find that picture, and I'll do I'll do something with it, and I'll bring mm-hmm. him with me. Um, so back to the 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 discussion of alcohol. Yeah. Um, if you're drinking, guys, make sure that you're being pretty cool about it. Um, yeah. Don't throw up. Don't don't go. Uh, don't go overboard. Know your limit. Make sure you drink plenty of water because the next day you're going to be up very very early, or you're going to miss a lot of stuff. Um, make sure that you be responsible also clean up after yourself don't leave a shit ton of bottles or things all over the place um, we do a lot of drinking there um, and it's all in good fun and we're all responsible um, but if you know you can't handle your liquor make sure you stop before you get out of hand um, don't and if you know that you're a rowdy drunk, oh please. Um, is the girls' soccer tournament also going to be happening the same weekend? <laughs> yeah. I have no clue. But every year, every year that we've had War Machine Weekend, there's been some type of child sports event in the same hotel. And, <laughs> and uh, every one year, year the hockey an education boys. that maybe they don't need. Yes, I think one year it was. Um, a boys hockey league and mm-hmm. it was just a crap ton of hockey boys and then the next year it was a bunch of little leaguers mm-hmm. um, one of the things we used to do um, my friend Kim and I is whenever we would come down in the elevator we'd see people get on and we know that there was like someone that was not part of the War Machine Weekend community was in the elevator with us um, we would get on I have to tell a story because it is fucking hilarious okay um, and so when we get on, Kim and I would make fun of them in a joking manner. It's like, oh, fucking nerds. Why do they have to always bring their nerd shit around us? Why can't they just be like normal people? You know, that crap. Because they'd walk yeah. in with their miniatures and stuff like that. And we, we did it every year, all the time. And it was like, oh, we don't like your kind around here. You need to leave. Type thing. Well, last year, uh, before Kim, Kim passed away, we were get on the elevator. And it was a long trip down. And... 
there was this real business guy that was in there, and he had all of his business stuff and his baskets, and you know, you'd tell he was going to some business convention thing. Excuse me. And so somebody gets on, and of course Kim and I start a routine of, damn nerds, what are you doing in here? And just tearing into them. And we knew the guy, so he, we, we're joking with the, you know, giving the business guy the, the shit about it. And then all of a sudden, this guy gets on. And she's like, we don't like your type around here. You just need to leave. Until she realized that he wasn't a nerd and it was just a black guy delivering pizza. <laughs> oh, God. I'd never seen you make it so red. <laughs> In my entire life. <laughs> she apologized for the next, like, the whole ride down. And was like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. And it was just some black guy delivering pizza at the hotel. Because it looked like, you know, because he was holding the, you know, the pizza carrying tray out like it was, you know, for you know, a carrying tray that you would for miniatures. And, uh, and it was just some young black guy. And she was like, we don't like your kind around here. You need to get out. And I went, oh, shit. And by your kind, I mean pizza <laughs> <Yes>. delivery people. <laughs> I was dying so bad. I was like, and, and anybody that knew Kim, she was the sweetest, nicest person in the world. And it just, it it killed her that she did that and got busted for it. And the guy understood. He he was all cool with it, but it was so fucking funny. Was he? <laughs> yeah, because I, I think he'd been delivering pizza there for like the last two days. Oh, okay. So if it was late enough that he'd been doing it. Yeah. Especially if you're wearing, like, the con shirt. Oh, yeah. I mean, usually we close down the bar all the time. Uh, we've had to actually have them reorder liquor numerous times for us. Yeah. And uh, so it was just fun. But going back to this, um, if you're going to be drinking, just be responsible, guys. We drink a lot there. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, we drink a lot. Um be careful. Be nice. Um, drink a lot of water. Don't throw up. Know mm -hmm. your limit. Oh! So, Seth, I'm going to let you talk about that. And I'm going to show the next prize. And this is going to be the prize for um, the best entrance, intro, slash manager. Mm -hmm. So, uh, whenever you're coming into the event for the Colossal Wrestling and you introduce yourself and have like a big fanfare or if you want to have some hype men all around you and Edric, etc. This is going to be the trophy for that person that does the best showmanship. Okay. Alright. Alright. Go ahead. So I want you to talk about alcohol real quick. Alright. So here's my, my take on alcohol. Realize I'm not a huge drinker. Um, but I, I enjoy just plenty of it. Um... If you're going to go and you're going to drink, the two things that come to me are, one, keep it classy. Uh, drink as much as you like, as long as you're staying classy, as long as you're being good to the people around you. Uh, but when you get to the point of... Oh, good God. <laughs> when you get to the point of making bad decisions and you're like, I'm going to be there any second, slow down, or even better, stop for a while. The other thing that... Gonzo hasn't mentioned is that the hotel staff is really, really cool about the fact that we're bringing in often outside alcohol, even though that's a, one of their rules is you can't. 
my guess, though, is that if it gets bad enough, they will just say, we're actually going to police this. It's actually going to make it more difficult to have fun there. Um, <sighs> Every time I look up, all I can see is, like, this weird luchadore slash Cayman Rider horrible B-movie out of Japan. Ah, uh, okay. I need to work on my intro, I think. I need to... <laughs> what? In this corner, weighing 45 bad decisions a night. The combined strength of two wet noodles. I was going to say whiskey and beer. The Gonzo! What? Can you smell what I farted? We actually just put it in a bag. We're going to give it out as one of the prizes. <laughs> one of my farts is one of the prizes? In a bag. In a bag. There you go. In a bag. So this is the mask and I'm sorry. that we are going to give away for the best intro slash hype event. And oh my god, is this thing badass? I mean, look at this. We got horns. It's all tricked out in gold. I mean, it's got a cutout for the mouth. So you can. Uh, so I mean, what happens got eyebrows. if you win that and somebody takes it off your head? Does that mean you've lost your powers? Never. You just have to hide your face. Just hide your face. Hide your face. Don't you know how wrestling works? It's all real. <laughs> Especially Lucidores. Especially Lucidores. Oh my god. I mean, just look at this. Who wouldn't want to wear this around the con? I mean, <sighs> look, look at this cool little neckerchief. I mean, you could braid these up. Wait, you got you got a neckerchief too? I think you need to lower your camera just a little bit. Okay, so it's got... I'm going to describe it for a second. Congo says cheesy Power Ranger knockoff. I'm going to go with... <laughs> yeah. People on the podcast, people who are going to listen to this, this is a visual cast. You need to see what terrible things we're doing today. Okay. Oh, yeah. This is all go. about the visuals. Gonzo has a Wait. black luchadore mask Hold on. with the cutout for the mouth gold lame mask on top of it covering the eyes going up to the head down the side like a phoenix it's got the wings on the center coming down the nose is a Chrysler symbol why does it have a Chrysler symbol to hold up the wings that the Chrysler symbol has it's sitting there like some sort of bizarre orange Jesus Perhaps a referee saying touchdown. It's got some gold lame uh, spikes heading up the, the top. And the worst yarn beard I've ever seen. Because it starts at the throat. It is just a throat beard going down. What you are seeing in your mind is nothing compared to this. It also has what looks like it might be Chinese writing on the side. But I can pretty much guarantee it's not. Because it's reversed on either side. That's not how Chinese works. But God! I kind of want it. The more I describe it, the more I want this thing! Oh, 
Oh, it's Angry Dragons. <laughs> I was trying to see around your headphones. Angry Dragons on the side, breathing fire into the Chrysler symbol while you have a red, bloody, dripping neck beard cloth. Dude, this is the full package. I figured this would be the perfect hype man. Award. Yeah, I mean, if you could wear that and talk somebody up, people can't look away. This isn't like the previous one. This one, you have to see it. It cannot be unseen, and once you've got it on, that is who you are. No, uh, no, I am not overselling this <laughs> flight medic. I am just being traumatized, because now Gonzo is dancing and flexing. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go back to the painting. Um, <laughs> a concerned. Concerned about what? What's, what's in my Batman cup? <laughs> what has happened uh, but yeah that is going to be the trophy we have one more to go that will be the trophy for um, whoever wins the best hype intro into the game mm -hmm. um, other than that whew, I, those things are I hot. would recommend that whoever is going to do this if you can get some ladies to come in holding cards or better yet oh, take God. a a robe off of your colossal. I guarantee there are robes in your hotel room, folks. I think that would be a good way to start. Well, I, I do know um, the are. gauntlet has been thrown. Later, Maximum DT. Um, because I also have some other sad news. Um, one of our other privateer press people won't be able to make it this year. Um, and I'm actually quite upset about this. Because Metal. I talked to... Do what? Boom. I'm Who dying was? to know. Well, you gotta wait. Uh, I because I, I talked I to the privateer press people and showed them the masks before, um, you know, I was going to bring it on the podcast. But um, the gauntlet has been thrown because Will Hungerford has said that he is not able to make it. They're making him go somewhere else after War Machine Weekend. And he has told Will Pagani to bring him back. One. So... Pagani is looking to take one of these trophies from us. I didn't think he was allowed to do that. That sounds like cheating. That's unfair. Shenanigans! Shenanigans, I call. <laughs> it is wrestling, so cheating is allowed. Give him the chair! <laughs> so that is uh, the second trophy. That trophy is going to be for the people that do the best show intro whatever into the arena. Um... Hopefully we'll have a lot of people in this event. Because if y'all have not played Colossal Wrestling or read the rules, it is a stupid amount of fun, by the way. Yep. The fight is not fixed, but if you give me a couple hundred dollars, I'm sure I can get you one of them. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, if you just want to join the Patreon at the $300 level. <laughs> so, um, so what's, what's the next big thing you should or shouldn't do at a con? Because that's what our, we're supposed to be talking about. I need to drink more. Um, I think the... the I'm going to go to a, a do. That is simultaneously the do not. Okay. Do try new things. Um, go talk to new people. Try new games. If you've never played in Iron Arena, go play in Iron Arena. If you see somebody demoing something that you've never seen before and you're like, ah, that looks silly, try it. I have been surprised by how many things I really enjoyed 
uh, partly because of the con atmosphere. Which leads me to the other part. It just because it's fun at the con doesn't mean that you're going to like it everywhere else. Um, there are games that I play only at the cons. There are things I do only at the cons. And it's because of that experience. Um, I am a lactard. I cannot eat cheese. But last year I took a bunch of my friends out to Giordano's uh, in Chicago for pizza, had some pizza with them, had a blast, and paid the price. I don't recommend that all the time. Um, but to get to do that for a lot of those people is their first time eating Chicago Deep Dish, that was a blast. Yeah. Do it. Go the extra mile. Try the extra thing. Be a little extra silly. And if you're worried it's going to make you look bad or you're worried it's going to be awkward, don't worry. It's awkward for everybody. That's what you're... You're at a con of people who play with little toys. Yeah, um, definitely. A Flight Medic brings up a really good thing. Um, late at mm -hmm. night, after most everything is winding down, um, everybody comes in there and they play a bunch of board games. Mm -hmm. Um... And it's like some really long, hardcore board games too, like Kingdom Death. Mm -hmm. um, there will be a ton of board games people will play, and people will bring a bunch. Of uh, I'm sure Clifton Klein will do another um, huge werewolf game. He always does. Um, but usually, after things start winding down for the night, uh, when it's like just the last few tournaments or the last few players in the tournament, people start playing board games uh, and mm -hmm. ask if you can join. Most yep. people don't mind. Um, I've been actually dying to play uh, Kingdom Death. I've never played it. I don't have the money to own it. And typically Cat Martin usually brings it. And mm -hmm. I'm dying to play it just so I can see what it's about because everybody loves it. I've never played it. I've seen it many, many times. Specifically Cat Set. I like it. Um... Yeah, and board game night is awesome. Okay, so Crimson's got the question, and this is the question that I, I am really torn on. It says, what are your opinions of dropping from a tournament? Should you drop after you lose your first round, or stick it out and you can go to one to feel like you did last con? Um, I'm going to go with my answer, speaking as a super casual gamer. I like sticking through the, uh, through the full tournament, because I'm not expecting to win anyway. I, I, in my understanding, is a lot of the people who are dropping are dropping because they feel like they've lost. Um, if I have fun, I never feel like I've lost playing. And I'm willing to spend the time. And on top of it, like if I go play a bunch of other people who are more or less filthy casuals, um, great. That's, that's who I love to play. What I get scared about is when I get paired up against... Um, you know, the, the Tom Guans of the world. Uh, so that's that's sort of my thought. What do you think, Gonzo? Um, I have two mixed uh, opinions about that. Um, sure. For the most part, you can pretty much drop. Um, no big deal at War Machine Weekend. Uh, typically, um, we give away a major prize. Uh, and, or I should say Carl. Usually, like, it's a fully painted army of some sort. Mm -hmm. um, and to be eligible for that you have to at least play through two rounds and then you can drop after the second round if you've lost twice so don't be afraid to drop if you're going to play in the LCQ and you've lost the first round drop that's not going to be a big deal for the most part um, 
because you're not going to get there. There's only one. There's only first place. There's only a first place win for that. Mm-hmm. So definitely go ahead and drop from that. That's not that big of a deal. Um, if it's like uh, we're going to be doing a lot of scrambles. If you don't know, scrambles are eight man scrambles. Um, and they're going to be, you don't want to drop in that because it's just eight men and you're going to be competing for first, second, and third. Uh, but they go by quick. Like I said, it's only eight people in it. Um, but if it's a big one, uh, like the big team event or the LCQ or Masters where you know that you're not going to get first, second, or third, especially if you've lost twice, just drop. Go play something else. Don't push on through it. Uh, if people are worried about their strength of schedule at that time, at that point, that don't worry about it. So Crimson, just go for it. You're there to play games. You're not there to be someone's whipping boy. Um, but I definitely would say stick through for the large tournaments. Stay until you lose twice. Once you lose twice, go for something else. Um, go hang out. Go play Iron Arena games. Um, mm-hmm. Go to you know whatever. Don't. Yeah feel like you have to because you may ruin someone's strength of schedule or something of that nature. Yeah, and that actually still fits in with what I'm saying. I like to play because I want to play the game. I only play a couple tournaments a year. Um, So if I'm going to a con, I get into one. Usually it's a scramble. Uh, I've never played the LCQ because I'm usually working on a piece for the painting competition. Scrambles are a blast. Yes. Scrambles are really a lot of fun. Um... And if you are a volunteer, we are always looking for volunteers to help us out since the press gangers are gone. Uh, it's going to be a little hard for us. Um, so we're always looking for people to help out at the convention. Um, there is a, if you go to War Machine Weekend's uh, Facebook page, there's a form you got to fill out. Um, but scrambles are really good because it's eight man pods. And as soon as we get eight people, we start it up. Um, you go play, I play Iron Arena games and get Iron Arena points so you can get some cool swag. Um, dice, there's all sides of things um, just different things that you can get um, there's always tournaments going on non-stop there, if, if you say that there's not something for you to do, you're not there doing it, because there's something run all the time uh, we keep everybody busy True. Uh, it is, it's a lot of one I, I have to do one more trophy pick before we go to media section, and then we can give the awesome code phrase and thing you have to do. So, Seth, why don't you talk about the hobby stuff, since this is your expertise. Sure. Hobby Room works, uh, at least in previous years like this, and Gonzo, you can correct anything that's wrong. But the way that it works is that there's a Hobby Room set up, and there's outlets, power strips, and that's about it. And you can set up in that room and paint to your heart's content with other painters. It's also where... uh, Historically, Andy Welton has been set up so that he's running the painting contest itself. He's also running a clinic uh, to fix your models for low, low prices. Um, And that's one of the best places to just hang out, whether or not you consider yourself a competitive painter, whether or not you're just learning. You get to go in and... I'm ignoring you, Gonzo. Not doing it. Not doing it. Not doing what? Uh, Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing's happening. And it's a great place to go and get to meet and talk to people who maybe you've only met uh, online or you've only seen their work. It's also a great place to meet people that are just taking a break from the games to get some new stuff painted, uh, to hang out, take a breath. Go there. Enjoy. 
there is going to be guns. That's two rooms this year, correct? Uh, we're actually going to have a, a bunch of rooms. There's going to be the awesome. um, definitely. If you don't know Adam, I think it's uh, who's somebody's going to be. Is it Andy Walton that usually does all the fixing? Yep, Andy Walton just talked yeah, about uh, that. Yeah, and he'll he'll fix all your miniatures. Um, and then on top of that, there if you just want to sit and paint the whole freaking time, yeah. there will be places for that. Um, and actually, I think we're dividing it up. Mm -hmm. And classes will be in a closed room is what we're trying to try to do. Nice, because that that's way, what we asked for last year. Yes. And um, that way people who are painting can laugh and have a good time. Doug Hamilton can set up and show people what he's working on and be as loud as he wants, and the people who are running the painting classes can still be heard. That was one of the challenges last year. But this is the other thing. This is one of the only places you can go and have really amazing painters teach classes for free that you're getting some of the best info from a lot of really great painters in the U.S. Chris Suri is going to be there. Brandon Roy is going to be there, who's a Privateer Press staffer. Dallas Kemp will be painting. Love Dallas. Um, who else? Lauren Faye of Griffin Roost uh, Painting is going to be doing some stuff. There's a lot to see. Oh, Anthony Rodriguez is doing things. Like, it, this is why I'm, I'm bummed about not going. Not only are these buddies of mine... Not Brandon, I don't know him yet, but I'm sure we will be fast friends. Um, but to also get these free classes, to tune up what you're doing, to try things out for the first time, and to get feedback on your painting. I keep saying, if you want to become a better painter, get people who know what they're doing to, talk, to look at it and tell you about it. Um, this is a place where you can do that, and people are so excited to get to chat. Okay. This yeah, is a trophy for the winner of the Colossal Wrestling. The balls, man. The balls. I mean, Executioner Hood. Oh, God. Okay, Executioner Hood. Not quite, but sort of skeleton face. The cutout for the mouth is small, but is matched by the cutout for the skeleton on the side. You've got some very nice triangle edge work. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. some detail lines yeah there's no question that there is power in this anything on the side or just the black hood no I think it's just black okay so like this one says my colossal is ready to wrestle and destroy you <laughs> god damn these things are hot as fuck yep so, so engineers if you want to go and you want to paint, this is War Machine Weekend is a great place to be. If you are planning on doing tournaments, go in between the tournaments. Go after you're done with your game. I guarantee there's people there. They're going to be doing stuff. Um, class schedules are posted. Maybe there's something you really want to take. I really recommend Lauren Faye's uh, Flesh, where she's doing faces and flesh. Her stuff is immaculate and beautiful, and she explains it really well. Uh, if Chris Suri is talking, just go listen. He has so much knowledge and experience to impart, and he gets very excited. Um, one of the things I've also done is asked the painters afterwards to like look at something that I've done and just chat. Uh, and I've done that multiple times. I've done that with people I know, and I've done that with people I don't know, and now I know them. Like, do it. It's great. And definitely, I mean, like I said, I'm not a huge... Um, 
hobby person, but I know there's many times like Dallas when he's done with a hobby class, he'll go over and sit with all the painters and he'll work on his own personal miniatures. Yep. And just sit there and bullshit. And he doesn't mind if you go, Hey Dallas, how do I do this? Am I doing this correct? You you got a better technique for me to do? And he'll like, Well what do you do? And then he'll say, yeah, I'm trying to blend this properly and he'll go, Oh, well try this. And he doesn't mm-hmm. mind. Nope. I mean, and that's a free lesson. Um of all the painters, like I don't know Brendan that well, but I know mm-hmm. Dallas really well, and he's so into the hobby part of it. He wants you to be better. He wants you to ask him questions. I mean, don't like you know ask him forty billion ones, but I mean, if you have a question about something and how it works, just let him know. He has no problem mm-hmm. with it. Yep. Spend less less time fanboying. Spend less time fanboying with Dallas and more time talking to him. He's gonna love it. Yes. But this does lead me to the one warning about the painting room. Is traditionally it fills up pretty fast with the folks who are working on the competition pieces the first couple days. So if you see that there is a seat and there's a bunch of stuff at it, don't assume that someone's actually sitting there. Ask the people who are at that same table. Uh, if they say that person's away, then you can usually sit down. Don't lose their stuff. But um, yeah, like you can usually find a place to sit. And if someone says that person's coming back, assume they're really coming back. Um, I have seen one... The only thing I've seen close to an altercation is when somebody took the seat of a painter and moved their stuff about 30 minutes before the competition was, was due. That was not an okay moment. We had to um, have a chat. But that was one time, one year. The rest of the time, it's just it's great. It's so friendly. Uh, Congo, we're not sure. We're not even thinking about next year just yet. We're just thinking about right now. We're trying to get the last final things done. So uh, hopefully uh, Colossal Wrestling will go off very well and we'll definitely have it again. Uh, I know that Company Iron uh, looks to be a big hit this year. So we expect that to be happening. Uh, We'll probably see that a lot more. Uh, We've heard some really good hype about it. A lot of people are into it. Mm -hmm. Um, Other than that... Um, we're actually a little bit over into media time, which is no big deal because we're having a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, so for the people listening, if you see me at the convention, and it will only happen Saturday afternoon. So Saturday, 12.01, and you find me, and you say these certain phrases and do these certain things, you will get a swag from us uh, at More Than Dice. Uh, it can't happen Friday. It has to be Saturday. Friday, I'm way too busy. Um, Saturday around noonish, which if you look at the schedule, you know where uh, hosting and sponsoring should be really easy to find me. I will be around, and if you walk up to me and say the phrase, I'm waiting for it, Seth. <laughs> if you walk up, to me. you keep doing this, man. I know. If you come up to me and you say the phrase dice down and you take a picture with your swag and post it on uh, War Machine Weekend and our Facebook page, link it, share it, I don't care. Uh, More than dice on the War Machine Weekend page. Um, hashtag whatever. And I got diced. Um, you will receive some swag from us. So here it is. Saturday 12 on to the end of the weekend. If you come up to me and say dice down, make sure you take a picture of the swag. 
um, with yourself. You can put it with me too. I'll happily take selfies with you. And you can post them to Facebook and link them to War Machine Weekend and uh, More Than Dice with the hashtag Dice Down, uh, Twitter, all that, or not. Um, I've been diced or whatever. Mm-hmm. You will get free swag. Uh, I've been this diced. is a. You should uh, definitely actually get picture getting a hug from Gonzo. Oh I yeah. Thing. I don't want to be weird. He's a good hugger. Yeah. I love to rub beards together, so if you have a beard, we can rub beards together. I don't recommend that. Don't do that. Danger, danger. (laughs) Is that like kissing with uh, braces? (laughs) I mean, like the friction, man. The friction, it's going to ignite. That's all I'm worried about. No fires at the the con. If you find me Saturday after 12 o'clock and tell me Dice Down, you will get some swag. I just hope you post it on there because we're trying to get all the social medias going on this. Um... Other than that, please come out to War Machine Weekend. Come and find us. Have a good time. Be safe. Get there safe. Um, arrive safe. Leave safe. Get home safe. Mm-hmm. At the end of it, make sure you say hi. Um, come by and see me. Um, throw me a beer or two. I'm not going to argue with that. Or some bourbon. Really, some bourbon. But I won't turn down anything. Um, come out to the social. Um, we'll talk about anything. So, I think it's time for media section. Are you ready for media section, Seth? First, I have to say this. Uh, Congo, it's not Stranger Danger. It's Gonzo Danger. Gonzo like, Danger. Just, <laughs> it's its own thing. Like, there's a special <laughs> alert. It's the purple alert. If you see the purple alert, Gonzo is rubbing beards. Watch out. <laughs> Alright, let's go to media section. Alright, fine. Alright, fine. Alright, Seth, you're all in the chair by yourself today. What movie did you watch today? Oh my god. Alright, so this weekend, as I said, I have been laid up because I hurt my knee. Um, oh, I will actually get into the center of this so you can hear it. And I have been enjoying the shit out of Sci-Fi's 31 Days of Halloween. Oh yeah? Oh my god, it is every bad B-movie you could find. So, like, John Carpenter's Vampires? Yeah, they got that. But they've also got the sequel, starring John Bon Jovi. Vampires Los Muertos. Where, (laughs) if it is a vaguely racist stereotype about Mexicans, it shows up. Um, The movies have been amazing. So I'll hit a couple that I thought were especially interesting. So first up, Vampires, Los Muertos. Um, the only good actor in the entire movie, not John Bon Jovi, is his young sidekick is going to grow up one day to be a, uh, a rebel spy in the Rogue, uh, Rogue One movies. And I can't remember the actor's name, but he um, acts the crap out of that movie, even though he's just in the background. It's so funny as these characters are driving around in a Winnebago through Mexico to stop some sort of horrible rite that's going to allow vampires to walk around in the daylight. It is a remake of the previous movie in the sense that it's the exact same plot. It is a sequel in the sense that they have a third of the budget. (laughs) Um, But the movie ends in exactly the same way and does the exact same things. It's pretty terrible. 
but really, it was fun to watch. Uh, I also got to watch Insidious 3, um, which is not scary until the last 30 minutes of the movie. Uh, there's a scene where the a psychic goes into the dark side where all the evil ghosts are, and it's tense, and it's silent, and it's creepy. And then they go back to the previous not-scary movie, and somehow it turns into an episode of uh, Ghost Facers from Supernatural. It's bizarre. It is not worth watching. Um, I would say that any of these are worth a shot of Kraken, but again, I've been on other things. And then... <laughs> Uh, so something that I did watch that I really liked and I'm going to do an actual review on Netflix has an anime series out right now called Neo Yokio which is a send up of a lot of different anime uh, focused on people who are rich and wealthy and powerful demon hunting um, and it has an all star an all star cast the um if you look at the list of who is in the show, it is shocking how good they are. Um, I'm trying to think of one name in particular. Um, <laughs> it's been a day, man. It's been a day. Is this the one with um, the British Will actor? Smith's kid? No. Uh, if it is with Will Smith's kid, I would be really shocked. I don't think so. Um, but there's a Mecca Butler voiced by uh, crap who's the very posh British actor is it Yokayo? uh yeah and it's the um he was the original voice of Jarvis on, in the Iron Man movies is it kind of kiddie it is kiddie except anime? It, yeah it is sort of a kiddie anime but as you go okay. through it it's really not um, the things they say, what's going on, um, it it took me a little while to figure out that this was actually a custom-made anime and not just something that had been revoiced uh, to the point. So, like in episode one, there is a field hockey tournament going to be played by uh, these boys, and they're all very wealthy, uh, upper-class boys from um, New this New York called Neo Yokio, and the uh, main character says, you know, I've been dumped by my girlfriend, I don't think I can do it, the ennui is just too strong. And his friend goes, man, these bitch-ass motherfuckers from the other side, we gotta take them down! And I was like, what? And the entire show is like that, where every time you get a little bit comfortable with what's happening, it gets just surreal. Um, the conversations they have, the discussions, are hysterical, and it's totally worth watching. Um, the, mm -hmm. Yes, it is. Jaden Smith is the main character that caused Khan. Yes. Okay, uh, so Jaden Smith. Jude Law, Susan Sarando. There we go. Susan Sarandon, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It yeah. reminds me a lot, the pacing, the jokes they're making, is reminds me a lot of um, uh, The Fabulous Mr. Fox by Wes Anderson. Oh. Where the the setup and the jokes and the plot none of them quite match but it's done so purposefully it's very funny um, and they also do a little bit of commentary on uh, media, social media people with podcasts like this, well, all of which I found very very accurate and again way funny 
highly recommend one shot of Kraken because if you're just a little bit off going in, you're probably in a good place. See, I tried watching it, and mm-hmm. I couldn't get through the first episode. Yeah, you have to get through the first episode because they're just setting up the issue that sets up the rest of the show. Um, so, like, the second episode... First episode, I felt, was a little uneven and a little odd. And then the second episode, I was like, oh, that's why it was uneven and odd. They're setting up this joke. It's Neo Yokio. N-E-O-Y-O-K-I-O. Uh, it's for free on Netflix. Six episodes. Uh, each episode's 20 minutes or so. Really a good, funny, funny watch. Um, and there's, like... Like one of the jokes that they have is they keep talking about the Russians and they're like the Russians. You mean the Soviets? Yes, the Russians. Oh, the Soviets. Like they they don't want you to ever feel too comfortable with where you are, but they're definitely talking about politics today and the ridiculousness of what's going on, um, the way that people try to uh, hang on to wealth and power. My wife and I were watching it, and one of the lines um, that this kid says is, you know, the only thing worse than being second is being second to a jackass. Which is actually a line from Shakespeare. So, like, they're sneaking stuff in constantly that's, like, just totally surprising, a little left field, and a ton of fun. I that, have to, that's not really real. I have to disagree with you. Go for it. I, I will definitely give it... I will definitely go... I couldn't get through the first episode. It yeah. just made me want to vomit. Yeah, um, I I couldn't stand it all. I will go a little bit more uh, because you're giving me a recommendation, but I could not. I I got into like 15 or so minutes. I was like, I just want to cut my eyeballs out. Yeah. So I will give it a few more episodes to see, and then I will give another review to next week mm-hmm. uh, and see where it is. Uh, but I've, I've also noticed, Gonzo, that you and I don't typically like the same stuff. That's because my tastes are good. Oh. <laughs> Yours are good or mine are refined. I got it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll give it a few more. Epi- I'll, I'll give it a few more episodes because I got some. I got plenty of painting time coming up because I'm gonna try to get all painted for War Machine Weekend. Yeah, yeah. Give it a give it an episode or so. Um, and yeah, realize that you're not supposed to like the main character, but you also don't watch it for the main character. Yeah, you're watching everybody else who is just yeah out of their minds. Um, my one before we even talk about the the coolest thing that happened this week is you're going with your Halloween theme. Uh, they're mm-hmm. all these Halloween movies, and the Blair Witch came back on. Oh, good show. Um, and so I remember when this first came out, mm-hmm. and it was super creepy as fuck. Um, very very creepy, very very new. Shot mm-hmm. new. It was one of the first movies like this. Um. Very much the oh hidden found tape thing, yeah. um, and the first one that did it right, and it set off a lot of alarms. Some people thought it was real. Um, yep. Some people freaked the fuck out. I think when I originally saw it, I was like, "This shit is cool. This shit was badass. This was neat, creepy as fuck. Really, really cool. Really liked it." Mm-hmm. Uh, I sat and watched it again, and. It's still cool, yep. but I think the problem with it is, 
you don't find fine tapes anymore and the nostalgia is you already know that it's fake you already know what it's coming along so it's kind of lost some of that feel yeah <coughs> excuse me <coughs> the feel that came out when it originally came out but if this is the first time seeing this movie um, and you've never heard of it and especially for like a preteen or a, an or, you know an early teen and you watch this or you know you've got like your slumber party or whatever and they're like you got to watch this movie because this is stupid creepy and freak people out there would be balls awesome nowadays mm-hmm. um, just because it was done so well as a found tape um, yeah. tons of kids filming themselves doing stuff I mean, it broke all the original boundaries um, of what was supposed to happen in a movie. You didn't do filming from a certain perspective. You didn't film, you know, running. It wasn't done by handheld cameras, you know, type thing. So when the movie came unless out... Unless it was the Evil Dead. Unless it was the Evil Dead, but Evil Dead's a whole other genre. True. Of awesome. But, I mean, this was done... It was done so well at the time and broke so many film do not do's mm-hmm. and hit so big and it was really really good at the time it's still a good horror movie still great and creepy still, still scary spooky um, because they didn't overtop it with a lot of special effects they didn't you know overdo it with a lot of fake drama you know scared chick running through the woods there wasn't this I'm a sexy girl stereotype I'm the badass stereotype it was just kids going out there doing shit they shouldn't be doing yeah and I still liked it still liked it today uh, I'm not a huge horror fan but I do like mm-hmm. a good a good you know creepy movie so mm-hmm. I mean if you're not into horror you're not going to like it if you've already seen it it may be dated because it's you know been a while I mean, when, when did that come out 1999 something like that yeah so I mean it's it's been a while um, but you know for somebody that's never seen it and don't know about it, and you give it to them, you know. Like this, if you were to have like a some 13, 14 year olds watch it, even though they probably shouldn't because it's rated R, but we know how kids are, they would probably dig that shit. I think that was pretty cool. Agreed. Um, shoots a few shots of Kraken just because it's dated, but originally I would say no because it was so original at the time. When I saw it in the theater uh, when it first came out, before it even had its major releases showing in arch in uh, art houses, people applauded. I was like, "This is a good sign." Well, I mean, I'm looking at it right now, and I'm looking at some of the thing, and they filmed it on sixty thousand dollars. Yep. I mean, to film a movie and get it, and it made two hundred forty-eight million dollars U.S. So I mean, it made a shit ton of money. Yep. So. Nothing better about that. So, it was kind of cool. Um, Night Congo. Let's see. The Ciao. biggest thing that came out this week, though, Seth. Yep. Star Wars trailer. Yep. The last Jedi. Yep. Oh, my balls. Oh, my balls. Just your balls? Oh, my balls. Okay. If anybody knows me. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I own my own personal lightsaber, scratch built for myself. I own my own dueling saber. I own a bunch of Star Wars stuff. I mean, I have Star Wars all over my house. Star Wars is my shit. And that new trailer came out, 
And holy crap. I don't think my heart owns gone down since. Because I cannot wait for this movie. I mean, everything about it. Luke in it. Ray. Um, I mean, everything. Kylo Ren. Everything looks great. Um, if she doesn't run around with Luke in a backpack, doing flips, <laughs> I will be that nothing be... but disappointed. <laughs> I mean, everything about the trailer was spot on what I would expect for a good Star Wars trailer. It had you still guessing about what's going on. Yep. It still had some great scenes. You're like, oh, well, fuck it, what's going to happen? Uh, you're like, well, that was kind of cool. Uh, you have the new creature, the pocket or whatever it is, that uh, rails with you, yells at Chewbacca. There's always, you know, some cutesy little fun thing that happens in Star Wars. You know that. Um, which I still thought was kind of cool. Uh, even though everybody loves that more than anything else, but that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, Chewbacca. Always love him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like old Luke. Um, yeah. It's great. Um, I have predictions. I, I, I'm going to say this. I don't have predictions. I have this is what I hope what happens because I think it would be something awesome to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, when If you haven't seen the trailer, go watch it. I'm going to spoil it for you. So, tough titty. It's out there. You know if it's going to be out there. Run! When Ray is like, I need someone to guide me. And, you know, Kylo Ren reaches out his hand. I hope that's not like a dream sequence or something. I hope that's real. Um... Because this is what this is what make my Star Wars fantasy picture come true, um, is that Luke gets killed. Uh, Luke Ray uh, Kylo Ren comes down and just is like finally they find him and they just have a have a pretty good duel and then he just beats the shit out of Luke and just kills him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Kylo Ren. Um, from the trailers, I hope he shoots and kills Leia and destroys her ship and kills her. Um, one that ends the saga of the original cast, um, which is okay. And I don't have a problem except with him Chewie. dying. Except Chewie. And the droids. Yeah, but you understand what I'm saying. The original, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, and, and I don't have a problem with them dying because this is war. This is battle. This is something that should go down. Um, so I don't have a big deal with that. Um and then Ray is finally fed up and she can't handle it so she joins Kylo Ren and becomes and goes to the dark side and then in the third episode mm-hmm. Kylo Ren becomes away from the dark side and Ray is actually the Sith because she's more powerful and the reason why I say that and why I hope so is because in the scene when he's about to shoot Leia and he's got the hands on his trigger he's still got he's got the tears in his eyes and the emotion and everything and we don't know if he's going to do it or not and that would be like the ultimate fan thing for me is they both go to the dark side but then Kylo Ren turns around to be the savior at the end of the entire series okay I'm going to go a totally different direction okay we're going over a bit tonight guys but hey this is something that's really cool go ahead okay I'm going to do it and I'm not even going to go that far I'm just going to address the Kylo Ren uh, reaching out I think that is her vision when she looks into the dark side the same way that Luke, when he looked into the dark side saw Vader I, I, I kind of agree with you too like I said, that yeah. was my vision of the movie I have a feeling it's a vision and so on and so forth um, yeah. 
I, I think that's actually even more frightening because it means that if she doesn't turn this movie, it's still they're leaving it open as a possibility. Well, I mean, Ray as a character, if you look at it, she has a lot of anger in her. Yep. She she's not the calm, you know, whatever. But I mean, she's still new. Yep. I'm gonna leave Lando out of this because we he hasn't been shown in the movie yet. Um, for all we know, Lando's probably surrounded by fifty chicks eating grapes from their hand and drinking it up and still partying on Lando. <laughs> Plus we have his prequel coming out, so I'm not worried about that yet. <laughs> um, I, I agree with you. I, I think that's what's going to happen. It's going to be her vision of whatever Luke's teaching her. Yeah. Um, but I have a feeling that she's we're finally going to see the first gray Jedi out of her. Mm, okay. Maybe. I hope May I hope May shows up too, Legionnaires, because Maze was a really cool character. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they if they turn Ray into the first gray Jedi. Um, neutral. They may call it something different. Um, it wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. But I do. That's something I just like because it would be something completely different. I love movies that go off the rails and go completely different on everything. Um. I'm so excited for it. I didn't buy my tickets because I don't buy them. And I don't usually see them the first day because I don't like a bunch of crowds when I go see a movie. Especially when it's something like this big. I'd rather have a few people not around me. But Mm -hmm. I definitely will take some time off to go see it. So I'm super stoked for it. What about you? I am excited. I will try to see it opening weekend. I will Uh, I am less excited at the idea of a gray Jedi, but here, but here's why: is the original trilogy has always been criticized for the fact that it's about light side versus dark side, mm-hmm. but it's really not. It's about families. It's about the generations of mistakes that we make and how that kind of problem works its way down and then works its way out. Um, and that's why I think the prequels failed so hard. Is that they didn't know what they really wanted to tell. They wanted to tell a story that justified a trilogy about family. Um, removing the Skywalkers from the next set of movies is probably a good idea. Like We need a new story. I'm with you. Uh, I would be surprised if Luke doesn't die. Uh, I will be shocked if Leia doesn't die. Um... I do think that they need to figure out what the story is, and I don't know if they're setting it up for a story about the Grey Jedi who's going to be in the middle, who's going to have to figure out how to be light and dark at the same time, because I think that story was told in a lot of ways with Luke, that he goes to the dark side a bit, he gets some of what Vader can do, he, you know... He's not as goody-goody as we kind of make him out to be, especially if you look at what he's doing in the third movie compared to the first movie, where he's willing to go kill his own father, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe we'll end up with a Grey Jedi? I kind of don't think so. Uh, but I'm, I'm curious to see where they're going. Oh, yeah, My- Definitely. My biggest concern with the series as a whole is that they keep swapping directors. Yeah, but that's and, and, how and that, it is. Mm-hmm. 
and we know how that worked for the original series. Yep. But anyway, that's my two cents. Well, for all intents and purposes, I think everybody's stoked about it. I don't think anybody's yep. like super bummed about what they saw. For the most no. part. No, I'm also that glad that we have a bearded Jedi because am I going to make myself a Luke costume? Fuck yes. <laughs> I will That's get right. the wig. Yeah. I definitely, when I saw him, I was like, I can cosplay Luke. Yeah. <laughs> Old Luke. So. Alright, guys, we went a little bit over today, which I hopefully nobody minds. Um, we had a great time. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if you see me at War Machine Weekend, make sure you find me at least. Uh, come and see. Come to the social event Friday night. Come and see me Saturday. And give me the code phrase and do the posting of it. You'll definitely get your swag. Um, other than that, have a good weekend. Have a good week. Stay out of trouble. Take care of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, click it or ticket. Click it or ticket. If you need to drive, if you're drunk and you need to drive home, no matter where you are in the world, Seth will fly out and drive you home. So make sure you do that. Uh, I was trying to figure out what you are going to get me to do this week. <laughs> what is Seth oh. getting signed up for this week? Flying also, to pick up your drunk ass. Yep. <laughs> so, other than that, guys, uh, we appreciate every time y'all are on. We appreciate every time you donate to a patron. Um, we will have these videos up shortly. And be a lookout because I will be making a post about not next weekend's podcast, but the weekend after for our huge guest appearances. I we're cannot wait. We've got eight people on the podcast that weekend, and I'm going to put it out there and get... Um, I'm actually going to bump the post a bit and probably put some money behind it because I want people to be there for this one because this is a pretty important one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And talk talk to people about this one. Um, the conversation we get to have is a very rare conversation, mm-hmm. so we will talk about painting, which I'm going to enjoy, but we're going to talk about something bigger, which I am, I am... I cannot tell you how excited I am for this one. So, uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, other than that, if you know anybody who's watching, make sure they watch the YouTube once so they can see the trophies. Uh, I will take <laughs> some pictures of the, of the trophies later on and post them on the Facebook page. Other than that, guys, have a good night. Good night, everybody. I'm Seth. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. You call them trophies, you need styrofoam heads inside the masks. Then you need to give me styrofoam heads. Dancing this music. <laughs>